You know, we'll talk about social media here. All right, fire it up. All right. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast episode two twenty eight. What's up with your boy, this, the Ted Smith? I'll be hosting this here podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me is my brother, buddy. He's always here, unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia on two wheels. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? You know what, folks? We're not sure. Cobb's usually always here. He's a very dependable person. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully he just fell asleep or something and dosed off. We're not positive for comments. He's not answering his phone. He's not answering his phone. Honestly, we're a little worried. He's not on Skype. He's not on Skype. Like, I knew he wasn't physically going to be here, but uh, yeah. So anyhow, Cobb's not here this week. Uh, back there on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up, trying not to be scared, <laughs> keeping me a little calmer. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. <laughs> I... I have a theory that just popped into my head. Like, all right, Cobb got a very direct invite to an orgy, and it was like some super exclusive thing. And they just like took his phone first thing and threw it into a bucket of water, and were like, "You're coming with us." And he's just having a great time right now. Yeah, or maybe his phone just died. He has a very it rang all the way to voicemail. So I don't know if that's if that's is that usually it goes true? straight to voicemail if it's dead. Yeah. All right, because I've called some phones before. And they were like, yeah, no, wait a minute. I think it happened to me. I don't know. Somehow I was shocked once when somebody, I was like, dude, you're, you know what else throws me off? I didn't know you could turn off the other line thing. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Either the did I. The call waiting thing, you mean? Yeah. Because I called somebody and they called me right back. They're like, sorry, dude, I was just on the line. And I was like, I didn't hear the beep. And they were like, yeah, I turned it off. Huh. I was like, that's a good call. Because sometimes, man, with call waiting, it's tricky. Like... I don't know. If you call and you can tell I'm on the on the phone, but then when I'm done that phone call, like maybe I don't feel like making another phone call. <laughs> yeah. Like it bugs me on Instagram that if I watch your story, it tells you that I watched it. Yeah, right? That's some creepy shit. Yeah. And you got to be careful, man. So actually Matt and I were just talking about social social media a little bit before the show, and he was saying he hadn't been as active. And honestly, I've been the same way, man. But like I love Twitter, but Twitter's almost scary sometimes now. Yeah. Like some of the jokes, I write them out and then I'll be stoned and I'm like, I don't know. Is that too much? Like, yeah. Yeah. I've been, I mean, yeah, I've been a little bit more gun shy in general. And, you know, we have like work requirements for Facebook at least. And, you know, yeah, it's just, it's a crazy, crazy mess that is quite overwhelming at times. And I try and keep it fun. And yeah, but I have, I have a lot of accounts too. It's pretty. Got those burners. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing that Kevin Durant still has them. Oh, really? Yeah, that's he right. He got caught twice with them. That. Yeah, just like, God damn, how can you be that petty? Yeah, you're making a lot of money. Go make... Uh, yeah, I mean, the GM of the Sixers, that's why he got lost his job. Uh, Colangelo? Was that his name? Something like that. Brian yeah. or Jerry? Something. There's a dad and a son. I don't know. I've been away from basketball for a while. LeBron's on the Lakers, tempting to start paying more attention to them again, but I took a pretty hard anti-NBA stance back when David Stern vetoed the Chris Paul to the Lakers trade. So that was total bullshit, and it was. And, you know, it runs parallel to hockey and 
Um, then I just got the NHL package and started watching the Kings all the time. It was way better. But now it's like, ah, LeBron's on the Lakers. And they got a new commissioner. David Stern's not there anymore. Maybe I should get this Adam Silver guy a shot, you know? Yeah, and they got, uh, who'd they get? Uh, Beasley? Yeah, they like, just signed him, yeah. Yeah, they signed him. They got some young dudes there. Like, the Lakers Lakers might do It'd something. It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. But, and then, as I, you know, ap- after all of that went down, and I was just like, oh, I'm just, I just like the Kings better than anything the NBA has to offer. And, you know, granted, the Lakers started falling apart right, right about then, too, so it was kind of convenient timing. But the whole thing was just like, dude, screw this. And then I was just, like, totally content just watching hockey all the time. It's way more exciting sport across the board, especially at the end. And, you know, the Kings have been really competitive, so it's just it's exciting. Now we're getting a team in Seattle, hopefully. So um, I've kind of come into more – you know, more people know me, and they, know, they all know me as a hockey fan. And now it's like, oh, LeBron's on the Lakers. Now you're a Lakers fan again, huh? Like, so I kind of got to watch out for that. But I might watch some games yeah. and not talk about them as Who much. Who cares? Right, honestly, like I, I, I don't know. Me and Migs talking this, talking about this on the Mega Cast. Like the older I get, like the less I care. Like, yeah. what are you a bandwagon fan? Like, yeah, I guess there's I, not. I mean, first of all, there's not an NBA team in Seattle, so you're in an open territory. You could pick whoever the hell you want, right? And then it's like, yeah, like LeBron's the greatest player in the NBA right now. Yeah, he's the best player. Like, let's let's like, cheer for LeBron. Yeah, and I, I just took a really hard stance against the NBA. When David Stern did that, and I, I kind of sympathized with the Sonics fans, um, even though it wasn't necessarily the league that screwed them over. There was just a lot of animosity towards the NBA in general, feeling like they abandoned Seattle. So kind of swept up in the heels of that, and it was just like, yeah, screw the NBA. So I was very vocal about it for a while there. And then I stopped talking about it and just you know became solely focused on the NHL. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but... But yeah, that guy got fired because he had burner accounts. Because as the GM. Kevin Durant did or the no, GM no, no, the did. GM because yeah. he was going on like they were going online and like talking like stuff about players about like, his players, right? Yeah, he the was like, giving out like info that like people shouldn't have had, and it's like, why would you do that? Why would I will you say sabotage your own team. I do like the quarterback from the University of Arizona, though. He, uh, I just read this article, so they were going to hire a new coach, right? And they were talking about hiring the dude from uh, Nate from the Naval Academy. Who since he's been there, Navy has been consistently great. Like uh, I think that like just finally last year, right? Army finally beat him again. But Navy's had a solid program and everything, right? But he runs the triple option. So when they were talking about recruiting him, the quarterback there at Arizona was like, he just said something simple, like like basically like I don't want to play this the triple option. Uh-huh. So then that coach didn't end up getting the job. The old coach from A and M got the job, so then they went back to this quarterback and asked him, and he was like, and he was like, no, like, look, I don't do Twitter. Like, if I sign into my Twitter to make a statement, I want to make a statement. And he's like, no offense to that coach, but he's like, the triple option. He runs the option beautifully, by the way. Like, he might, he's a chance he could be a Heisman candidate next year with Arizona. Huh. But when you run the triple option, the quarterback gets hit a lot, uh-huh. and it's punishing on a quarterback's body. So he was just like. Like, like, he's a great coach. He's just like, I do not want to run the triple option. So that tweet basically stopped that guy from getting the job. Huh. And then he said the university came to him and were like, well, we should consult with you on who we're hiring, this and that. So it's weird. Like, the GM in Philly looks like a dumbass for tweeting and losing his job. And then this young dude looks like a genius for tweeting out. Very like, assertive. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to run the triple option. And they're like, well, if, if the superstar athlete doesn't want to run the triple option, maybe we should hire a coach he likes. Yeah, that, especially in a position like quarterback. 
And it's very logical reasoning. Like, yeah, I'm a QB. I'm not not right. designed to be to get taking these beat. hits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I hadn't, heard, I hadn't heard about that one. Yeah, man. I mean, social media is crazy out there. Uh, I think. Speaking of, Taryn's on Facebook Live, pointing cameras at us. Oh, nice. <laughs> She's seems, great at social media. That seems one. about seems about right for her. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Matt, do you ever remember anything that you've hated on for years? Let's say the NBA. Yeah, sure. And then you want to get back into, like, don't use the NBA as you're not back into it yet. Do you ever have anything that you constantly kind of hated on and said this isn't cool and then it turned out to be cool? Oof. Man, there's, like, been songs for sure. All right. No, that's not cop. That's some other notification on the computer. Damn it. Um, Matt, it's me and you now. (laughs) Right. Um, Give up on him. Yeah. Um, so... I, I think about that with a lot of musical examples. As far as culturally, there's food examples. All right. Um, you know, I didn't think I liked sushi for a while, and I still don't like Nigerian sashimi that much, but I love some Nigeria? rolls. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's there's been random things like that in songs. Why? What are you, what are you referencing? Well, so sushi, sushi's a good one. I mean, the first time I tried it, I didn't like it, and I think I only had like a cucumber roll. I was like, I don't want this. But you're right. I love it now, and I eat nigiri all the time. I'll eat sashimi. Like I don't. I ate a poke bowl today. Okay. Right. Poke bowls are huge now. All right. You know what? That works perfect into this. The poke bowl. I kind of. I kind of was like, oh, no big deal. Whatever. Those things are dope. Okay. You, literally, you're getting like half a scoop of brown rice, spinach. Let me just run through what I got: ceviche, which was like some shrimp, some octopus, some scallops, and then some seared tuna, some seaweed salad, avocado edamame huh right it's a powerful bowl it's like a sushi roll in a bowl basically yeah huh so sushi is a great one but for years right i love festivals we've talked about summer meltdown i've been to burning man so the capitol hill block party i've always been like oh okay man that sucks like it's not a real festival like it's just like city people that don't have the guts to go set up a tent somewhere that go blah 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 so i went on sunday and had a really good time well you live walking distance from that now. Yeah. It's a little different. It is. But it was pretty awesome. Yeah, my, my buddy sent me up and they were like, we got some VIP passes, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. You got the proper experience. Yeah. It was a very Instagrammable event, which okay. I did not send one out. <laughs> and then, uh, But it was fun, man. And then like, I was already having a good time. And then I ran into our boy, you know, Ben. Of course, oh, Psycho yeah. Muppet, ran into him cool. and his wife. I ran into our buddy Keith and his girl. Uh, Keith's rocking her wig. Oh, I think I saw that on Instagram, <laughs> speaking of. <laughs> right? Uh, but, like, my buddy Jay Chandler. I mean, it was just, like, they were like, do you want to go up there? I was like, yeah, and then we went. And then I was like, all right, this is pretty fun. And it was cool, man. Just, I didn't, you know, it's a block party. Obviously, it's on a block, but I was like, all right, let's see what they're doing. It's a little bit better. <laughs> I get it. Did you yeah. see Aaron? No. Oh, I think he was Saturday. No, he was Sunday. Oh, okay. We were in a bar, and they kept saying they wanted to see him. And then by the time we finally started to walk over there, that somebody was like, dude, I think he's already done. <laughs> well, the other problem was, in the VIP area we were at, like people gave me drink tickets, and then there was a DJ in there. And I was like, I don't even know the band on the main stage right now. And I was like, this DJ's kind of killing it in this VIP. <laughs> like, I'm set. Right? <laughs> like... I had I had scoped out if a table. There's one thing you know how to do, it's post up. Oh, post it up tough, dude. <laughs> Real tough, right? And then you know me, I'm on the outside. Plus, my friends know a ton of people in the bar business. 
So I felt kind of bad as we posted, like, like one table popped open with two chairs right in front of this other one. And they, these four dudes had been posted up for a minute. So I'm just like, oh, we're taking these chairs. We hop in and then. Uh, you got to strike. Right. But then people keep coming by. So now at this point, the dudes behind us, like, they can't see people walking by. Like, they're just seeing our groups of friends. I was like, right, I posted up tough. And I was like, it was almost like a too much of a post. Power move. In front of those dudes. Yeah. Right? Good for you. Yeah, man, right? Summertime. Yeah, well, that was, that was the other thing. It was Sunday. It was summertime. And I said that. I was like, dude, it's so nice. It's summertime. Now, Monday, when I woke up sweating and hung over, I was like, easy summertime, Ted. Easy. <laughs> 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 and you know me. It was like the – so Sunday afternoon, another, another mutual friend of ours, I said, hey, man, like I hadn't met his girlfriend yet. I said, let's go get a burger, right? Haven't had a burger in a while. And he's like, yeah. So we go – actually, went to my old hood. Went to Buckley's in Belltown. Oh, nice. We get a burger, have a few drinks, and he's like – all right, we're going to get out of here. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I'll probably, you know, it's Sunday. I'll keep it quiet. And then in the walk to, like, get an Uber, my buddy had texted me. And then it's like, fast forward, it's 9 p.m. Like, all right, I am going home. <laughs> this day is over, folks. What happens in the summer? Yeah. Yeah. Plans change. Things swerve left or right or upside down. And you're just, like, going with it. You got to because the sun's out and you don't get opportunities like this. And everyone's in a better mood. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It was like it was like going to a seafood fest the weekend before, or whatever. Like, yeah, people were just pumped up. Yeah, a lot of times, all my sleep schedule will get extra screwed up during the summer because it's just like with the light out, you know, and it's nice out, and the, yeah. and you know, it's like, well, I'm gonna get up early in the weekends or you know do this or that, and you know, you can't, you just can't let these days waste away, and then you know, figure out a time to take a nap and. <laughs> Get it all sorted out. And it's tough in the middle of the day, right? At least during the winter. I mean, there's got to be, what, seven, at least, I'd say at least seven months of the year your schedule. Like, even if you're sleeping during the day, it's overcast. This is the and place you, to have a graveyard schedule right, like I do. Right? Like, you could still get away with it. Yeah. But like, right, when it's just beaming sun, like, it's impossible to go to sleep. And like I said, it puts people in a better mood, myself included. So you have more natural energy just from, like, being in a good mood. And, like, there's additional vitamin D, of course. Like, yeah, it's just it's just easier to do. And it people works. that don't live in Seattle, like I don't know if they understand, like almost all the summer events happen in two months. Yep. It's you know? a madhouse. It's insane. Yeah, because I mean besides Block Party, last weekend was also the bite of Seattle. Yeah, I, f- I didn't even I forgot about that. You mentioned it and then I forgot about it and then I it thought was you Sunday might and I heard about it and I was like, Oh man, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That seems like one of you that seems like a good event for you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've gone the last three years, two years. You ever gotten the strawberry shortcake in the cup? No, because I'm always looking for shishka berries. All right, all right, that's right. Yeah, that strawberry shortcake in a cup. I swear by that one. Really? Yeah, man. I just I showed it to you, but they got Eleanor's Greek yogurt at the farmers market, and then this week they had strawberries back. I don't yeah, know. I don't know how you, how's your guy got strawberries? I don't know how long that's gonna last for. If they're back for if they come in a couple waves each summer, I don't know. I'm new to this game, but they were there. I should have gotten more boxes. Uh, I should have gotten a full box. I just got like one of the smaller ones. Um, but yeah, that with like some fresh Eleanor's yogurt was just so goddamn good. And yeah, uh, I just love strawberries. Yeah, strawberries are good. I gotta uh, talk to my. I gotta see my fruit guy on on Friday. Right? Yeah, because you, you see him on Friday. I see my guy on Sunday. 
Yeah. And I don't have a guy. I just that go to the farmer's market. There's a bunch of guys. But I like Yeah, them. well, the one I go to is so tiny. There's only yeah, one you berry have guy. a guy. And I like, <laughs> I like that. So we'll just call it my guy because it sounds cooler. But yeah, so. I, also, I want people to know that literally Sunday morning, Matt texted me a picture of the strawberries. And my exact response something like, how's your guy got the goods? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on, man? My guy has got nothing. Well, he's got blueberries and blackberries. Yeah, those are good. Raspberries, too? Yeah, I yeah. had some raspberries. Yeah. Blackberries are a funny one, man. Like I like them, but some people are like, Did you just get them off the street or like, like, under, like, all right. Yeah, and they're around elsewhere, and I'll eat them if I find them when I'm just out and about. But like, I live in the city now. When I lived in Issaquah, I was all over and on hikes, and you know, like outside in the backyard and the front yard and down the street. Now I live in the city, man. There's not a lot of blackberry bushes all over the place, and if so, they're like right, right on the street where it's like, huh. Yeah. I'm not going to take these home and wash them. I just want one right then and there. So, um, but yeah, these farmer's market blackberries are insane. They're so huge and they're so juicy. And it's like, yeah, they're worth paying for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. What are we looking at? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have you watched Shark Week at all? No, but I talked to my friend while he was watching it the other day. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I was watching Shark Fest. Oh, okay. But that's part of Shark Week. Well, Sort of. It's National Geographic. Oh, so okay. Shark, I was wrong when I talked to you last week. Shark Week hadn't officially started. They're owned by the same parent company. So this is just like Shark they Fest. They just play into each other? Yeah. And it goes Shark Fest into Shark Week? No, it's like going on at the same time. Shark Week has like celebrities. Like last night was like, Ronda Rousey's going to be in a cage swimming with sharks. And I was like, first of all, I don't like Ronda Rousey. Not as a, I mean, I don't know her as a person. I'm just saying I, I was never a fan of hers. Uh-huh. And then I was like, number two is like, I don't know. I don't want to see that. So I went over to Shark Fest over on National Geographic, man, and it was wild. I was getting fired up on the men's room today, but I watched this tiger shark, man, and Matt, he ate a turtle. So I'm a Terps fan, so it already bummed me out. But the turtle's up there sunbathing, getting some oxygen or whatever on top of the water. Then that tiger shark comes up, and he's so strong, he can almost, like, crack the shell, but he ripped the turtle, like, limb from limb. The turtle had one flipper out, right? Because he ate the first two flippers, and then he just he just lodged onto the turtle's head and like ripped him out of there. Man, it was brutal. That's insane. Yeah. Um, no, no, I have not. But I I love Shark Week. I don't even have cable, but I got a Fire Stick from Amazon, so I got everything like neatly organized to stream stuff. Yeah, which I'm pretty stoked about. Um, I would recommend Shark Fest. Okay, over, over Shark, Shark Week. Week. Shark Week's gotten too sold out. Yeah, man. Mainstream. It's not about sharks anymore. It's about goddamn celebrities swimming around in cages. Um, how about this? I saw, so speaking of the farmer's market, got some Romanesco, which is just an awesome looking vegetable. Um, I didn't even know what those were. Yeah, those green ones? Yeah. Yeah, they're insane, right? Yeah. And so uh, I was taking some pictures with them because they're just so so cool looking. And um, I like took a leaf off and a caterpillar came out. And I was All like, right. oh, man, a caterpillar snuck home in the Romanesco. How fun. Like, real real fresh local vegetables, like, getting bring caterpillars home. So I got to go let them outside so we can become a beautiful butterfly. And then I let them out, throw them out in the bushes or the, the dirt outside. And then I was like, take, I was like man, if I'm going to document this for my Instagram, uh, for my nutrition page, like, I should um, – I should get go get a picture of that caterpillar. It has it couldn't have gone far. It's still a caterpillar. It's not a butterfly. It's gonna fly off. And I could just like put that in the text or whatever. 
and tell the story like, oh, sometimes we go to farmer's markets, you get caterpillars in your vegetables. Well, I come out, and he had become spider food. The oh! Spiders on him, and then I tried to film it, but I went into Instagram stories, which only, you have, it doesn't let you just hold forever. It runs out, and so the spider was, like, moving slowly, and then as soon as my video, like, it didn't come out that great, and then... He just, like, lightning speed just started, like, flipping, and the caterpillar, like, curled up, and it was over. It was insane. Wow. It was like, yeah, like planet Earth in real life. Huh. I well, saw the whole thing. In defense of the caterpillar's honor, yesterday I was taking a poop at my house, and a spider walked by the floor, and I crushed him and flushed him. <sighs> crushed him and flushed him. <laughs> yeah, that kind of... <laughs> that came out smooth. It's not generally... A, like, it's not like a saying, crushed him and flushed him. That's a good... Right? What happened? You know what happened, bro. Uh, <laughs> crushed him and flushed him. Oh, got a text. Is not, he alive? It's not. Oh, him. it's not him. I know. We got to stop worrying about. It. I Folks. did get tickets for Ghost in Vegas, though. That was Castle that texted me. Oh, oh nice. Fired up. Cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, Cobb is not here. We were not expecting that. So, uh, as a matter of fact, we are not going to have any emails. Uh, I don't know. You know what? It might, it might be a short one this week. Let's just jump into what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Check out what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Uh, before we get to what's mattening. Hey, hey what's good? What's mattening? Check out what's mattening. Um, I miss his voice. <laughs> I know. It's strange. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. It just Cobb is. He lives an exciting life. The, he does. There's a lot of lot of possibilities in play here, and yeah, um, he's a man of mystery. <laughs> That's what we've always said. Here we are. Always. Well, another thing people should understand, like Cobb's one of those people. Like, even if it doesn't matter if he's going to be late, like he'll always text you or something. Yeah. 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 So this is a big mystery, and you know, yeah, it's it's we glamorize it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this weekend, uh, relatively low-key, uh, got a great nap in on Sunday, kind of starting backwards there, but that was awesome. <laughs> um, Man, I had plans to take one, and then block party happened. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like we had very different Sunday afternoons. Yeah. I was like, dark, air-conditioned bedroom, just like, out. Alarm set for like, the last possible minute before I have to go to work, which would have given me like, eight hours, so like... No concern. It's just there's like a final last resort, but no concerns about like waking up and be like, did I miss my alarm? Which happens quite a bit because sometimes, yeah, you just, I don't know, I just wake up like that. But yeah, so it was great sleep on Sunday. Um, I guess I'll just work backwards. Why not? Yeah, so before that, like I mentioned, we went down to the farmer's market and just got some dope looking Romanesco and this purple cauliflower. It's just like, I've had like light purple cauliflower. This is just like, dark and it looked awesome um and yeah so got some and then all the berries were in season so it was just a really good trip to the farmer's market and uh that Eleanor's greek yogurt is just so goddamn good so i've been having a lot of fun living right next to that and then uh saturday went golfing with my dad and my brothers luke's in town um from la so we all got together and went golfing um I got a par. I All right. Think I lost less than ten balls. That's how I keep score. <laughs> <laughs> I got a par. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, but it was fun. We played Redmond Ridge. It was my first time playing out there. And but it was my first time playing, I think, since, like, Thanksgiving or something when we were down in Palm Springs. So a little rusty on the first few holes to be expected. And Hit the range first or just go out there? Yeah, for, like, half a bucket. All right. So not, not really enough. Um, yeah. And the greens were slower than I'm used to because, like, we used to play at the Plateau Club, which is just really fast greens, and then we'd play down in Palm Desert where it's, like, super hot, so it's just you're putting on concrete, basically. And so I had some putting adjustments, and it was a new putter. So it was very, like, yeah, it was just an adjustment day. But I had a lot of fun and had some good good swings. It felt good to get out there. Um and there's some really cool holes on that. Like there's like a basically a blind one where you're just shooting off a cliff. And like you have to go up and like look where it is and it just like drops off and yeah, it was it was pretty dope. So um yeah, Redmond Ridge is a fun course, I think. I always like those ones that's like a dog leg left and it's like just hit it out there and you should be okay. <laughs> like you can't even see yeah. the end of the hole. Yeah, there was one of those and that yeah. was like one of my best hits of the day was into one of those. And then um <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple, like, some of my best drives just kind of, it was there, it was a similar situation. Maybe not like a hard dog leg, but like, you know, should have gone just a little bit to the right more. And then it's like, lost it in the trees or whatever. And it's like, well, I got all of it and I hit it really good. What do I care? Like, I'm not. Do I'm you guys a, play by score or do you play like a do, game? They do. Um, my dad and my brothers all keep like. I keep on a score. I just never count it up. No, no, no. There's a game, though, you can play. I think it's called, like, Follow the Wolf or something. Basically, whoever has, like, the best tee shot then gets to pick who their partner's going to be for that hole. So if you just have, like, a foursome, it's, like, a fun way to play. Oh, huh. No. We've played, like, best ball before and what's it called? Match play instead of stroke play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just got to win the holes? Yeah. Yeah, because that's the other thing, too, like, right? Like, so let's say you have a really good drive, and you're like, all right, I'll take Ted for this hole. So then your dad and your brother, one of your brothers, let's say your dad and Luke, are, it's the four of us. So then they tee off, right? And then, right. But we get to go use your ball, and then we each get to hit one. So then maybe, like, I'm a better iron player, let's say. So then my, we're going to use my iron play, but we both hit one. Does that uh-huh. make sense? And they both have to use their shots? Yes. Their original ones? Oh, or okay. one of them. But once oh, okay. they're teamed up, you get to use – so it's almost kind of like a mini best ball tournament. Oh, but it changes the teams each hole? Yeah, you could pick – right, you could change Based the Based on who has the best drive? Right. And is it the longest drive then? Yeah, I mean, if you're the longest drive but you're, in the, you're not in the fairway, then we'd have to do some adjustments. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering. So generally it's the longest, but playable longest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've never, never played that, but that sounds like a fun way to do it. Yeah, especially if you just have four dudes and you're playing and you're not, like, crazy about scores or whatever. You're not trying to figure out your damn handicap. Yeah. It's a fun game to play. Yeah. Um, Sorry. That sounds I, like I something hate, I'd enjoy. I hate, right, I hate handicap guy. <laughs> I want to uh, hear about your handicap just like I want to hear about your fantasy football team. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was fun, man. And the weather was great. It's just good to get out there. Um, hadn't played all summer, and it's something that I love to do. And, you know, there's just so, like we were saying, there's so much to do in these eight weekends or whatever it ends up being. That yeah. It's good to get around in there. Don't yeah. know if it, like, I'm going to be out of town if you count pain in the grass as being out of town every weekend until then. 
getting it done. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing going on between now and painting the grass on a weekend that isn't already f- fulfilled, and most of them involve me traveling out of Seattle. <laughs> so, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be a wild summer. Um, and so that na- that's why that nap on Sunday was just like, oh man, enjoy this because it is not. It's gonna be a while. Right, um, get it in. Yeah, so that was like my my one nap for the summer. I got maybe my one, <laughs> one round of golf in for the summer. That's just uh, sad. You know, just checking the boxes. I got Make my sure one 2018 doesn't just slip away from me. <laughs> I got one nap in. It's almost August. What the f***, dude? Uh, That's all right. I was telling somebody today, my, my problem is like you wait all year for summer, and then as soon as meltdown's over, I'll be like. Ready for fall. Right? Like, where's football in the hoodie? The hoodie. <laughs> Do you remember that one year? Um, two years ago, down on the river on Saturday, I think, and that guy just put the Seahawks game on. Oh yeah, the preseason on the radio. Game? Yeah, it's a preseason game one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like that's the wrong crowd. Yeah, it was. It was not not helping anyone's day out. <laughs> like, no. Get some earbuds, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, or just go to a quieter part of the river. And listen to you, like, no offense, like, the first preseason game, nobody's playing. It's not even the third one! Right, like, you're on a river at a festival, like, and I get it, it's in the Seattle area, but, like, I don't know that anybody cared. No. And most people- I'm a big Seahawks fan. Yeah. I stay up late, like, reading all these Twitter blogs and all this stuff, like, later than I should this time of year, because I'm like, what's going on with these new guys and Earl Thomas and this and that, like, I, year round. Earl's gone. Right? You think so? He's gotta be. You got to get rid of. I mean, at this point, they should have they should have extended him if they're planning on keeping him. Yeah, by now, um, or jump on it quick so you get something for him. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's tense, but uh, also it, shout out to uh, what's it? JD McKissick. What about him? The running back. Yeah. Oh, I met him this weekend. He was down at Cage Sport. Oh no way. Yeah. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Cool. Nice dude. Awesome. And he cut his hair. Really? Yeah. Oh man. When did he do that? I. Man, I don't know enough about the Seahawks. Because he had it, like, at the end of the year, though. Somebody was just mentioning, like, his hair is totally different. Yeah, he different. used to... Man, I wonder why. I like those dreads. Ah. I was so sad when Earl Thomas cut his off. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. When him and Sherman were both back there with him, it was just... Yeah. Ah! So, anyways, my point being, I love the fucking Seahawks, and the river on Saturday at Meltdown is just not the place for... Any talk of the Seahawks? Uh, now, I won't lie. As far as I'm I'll concerned. I'll talk sports at festivals. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, but I'm like, hey, yeah. So I'm like, I'm down with talking about it. And I'm not, it was just that he was blaring it as if everybody was pumped it was, for it. Yeah, it was like you, it, I mean, everybody has, you know, Grizz or whoever, you know, playing on the on their speakers or these mixes uh, from SoundCloud and different DJs. We love Funk Ferret. Uh and, you know, all this different stuff. And then there's just one guy with a portable boombox, just Steve Rabel and Warren Moon. <laughs> Calling plays of guys that aren't, aren't even going to be on the 53-man roster. Right. Like, it went until the fourth quarter. I remember it was literally the fourth quarter, and we were on a hammock. <laughs> like, why am was I Was I not this? up at that? Maybe I don't remember going on for that long, but maybe I wasn't up. When there. it was on, though, it was like yeah, it was late. Like, I the, remember it, hearing it and being like, "Oh, Seahawks game." Yeah, I think was, also I was so messed up. Like somebody had to be. I was like, "Is that really a Seahawks game?" Yeah, right. <laughs> I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't believe it was happening. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't remember where I was going. Where how we Friday night? Friday night. Um, I oh, it was our friend from Meltdown Corey's birthday. Oh, and nice. they're all coming into Ballard to go to a show at the tractor at Super Suckers were playing. And so we walked down to meet them for food before that. We were all gonna go to Asadero and oh, I shouldn't have said their name. Now I can't tell the full story of what went we went in there and it was busy. And, you know, it's a kind of classy joint and I think I was wearing my purple Tom Thumb cutoff shirt and, you know, was greeted appropriately for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. But I, well, and I walked in like just looking around, just like, oh, where are they already in here? Looking around like I own the place. I'm looking for my friends, and yeah, they're like, we we don't seat people until the full party's here, anyways. So there's no way they'd be they'd be in here. I was like, all right, well, we'll go outside and reevaluate. So then, Senor Moose, which always has a long ass line. And we've tried to go there twice, and both times it has a long-ass line. So we go to La Carta de Oaxaca down the road, which is awesome. And um, But we, you know, there's a 45-minute wait for Osadero or whatever, but Senor Moose is wide open. So we went in there for the first time, got some food. It was it was good. Is this you or the whole group Just now? me and Tyler at this All point. Right. Then Because the, the group is showing up. Yeah, sorry. Um, so the group wasn't there when we showed up, and we went to Senor Moose. And then they went over to Asadero, which they don't take reservations, and they won't put you on the list until your full party's there. And so um, then when the six of them showed up, you know, on a Friday at <laughs> 6.30 or whatever, they were, it was a very long wait. So everybody came over to Senor Moose. We hung out in the bar, and then they got us a table for eight um, after Tyler and I had already eaten on our own. So we just kind of sat there while everyone else ate. Um, but yeah, we just kind of hung out for a while and uh, hung out with everybody before they went to the show. I mean, look, it, it was I the get... same waiter. So the guy waited on Tyler and I on a two top, and then and then he waited on the table. And then, yeah, and then we're like, we're good. And I was like, I still got my leftovers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I get restaurants that don't take reservations and stuff, but sometimes I wonder if people were like, right, like a table of eight, or right at six thirty on a Friday. Right. But there's no chance. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're waiting at least 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it was, uh, I think what happened was they they tried to get a table for six at first without Tyler and I, and it was like 45 minutes to an hour. And then they found us, and then it was like, oh, actually, we want to make it eight. And they're like, it'll be an hour and a half. And they're like, we're going to be at Senor Moose because there's room in the bar for us. So we were all just hanging out in the bar for a while and then, you know, waited there for a table. So Yeah, it's funny. I'm not always a bar person. Like, I don't mind sitting in the restaurant. But, like, for whatever reason, Mexican places, I feel like I end up in the bar the most. Because you get chips and salsa. Yeah, and I like, a bar, I like a bar table. Like, when me and Mike were hanging out with his girl, right, like, sitting at a bar table is fine because there's enough room to keep kind of see everybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love how, like, you'll go into a place and they'll be like, oh, it's 45 minutes. And then, but they don't mention that the bar's wide open and it's open seating and there's spots in there. And you just have to, like, look over and be like, hey, can we get a seat at the bar? Is that open seating? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. And it's like, well, there's three open tables. Why didn't you tell me that when I walked in? <laughs> so shout out to all the hostesses who go, are you both 21? Oh, well, it's open to you. have your ball. IDs? Yeah, right away. Like, let's cut to the chase here. <laughs> uh, trying to wave Taryn over so we can get a Taryn topic, but she was still doing a Facebook Live video. 
She'll come over. Uh, she's on her way. Dude, uh, our boy Tyrone Henderson, his fight ended. He won, but the dude that he was fighting broke his leg in one of the nastiest breaks I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. It was brutal. And I felt bad as it happened so quick during the match. Like Tyrone had trained his ass off and never really got to fight him. Because the guy broke his leg? Yeah. Like I was up on the cage screaming, you have to stop it, you got to stop it. And then thankfully one of the other guys working the event threw in the white towel. Really? Wow. It was it was like it was that but like from where I was, I could see it. The ref couldn't see it, but I mean it was it was nasty, dude. And was it was the guy kicking Tyrone or something? No. Hang on, I'm gonna try to find it. Basically the dude threw a punch and he bounced back and his fibula split. So I think it had been an accumulation of uh, of hits. But Stress. Yeah. It was it was crazy, dude. Whew. Taryn, you're here just in time. How's that sound, Taryn? <laughs> that, that almost made me throw up in my mouth. My eyes are watering, literally. Thanks for that visual, Ted. Appreciate it. Do you want to see the picture? Absolutely. All right. It's pretty brutal. Hang on. I got it. Oh, God damn it. I'm never going to find this thing. Ted takes on the internet. Oh, well, I'm not positive. Is it a photo or a video? It was, a, it, was a, it was both, but I'm not positive where it was posted. All right, Taryn, ask us the topic. Now that's JD's fight. Ask us the topic. I'll find it. Well, my topic has to do with a fun thing that we're doing next week. Oh, all right. Called Summer Meltdown Festival. All right. My question for each of you is, which band or artist are you most excited to see next week? Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see Beats Antique on Thursday. But honestly, I think the late night or the... Uh, What's it? Five Alarm Funk's playing yeah. the, beer the beer garden at like twelve thirty. Heck yeah! On like Friday, prime time. I'll be down there, <laughs> right? That the the Friday night Ted is going to be in prime oh, time. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm kind of excited to see. Uh, God, what's the other one? Not the Funk Doctor. The who, Funk Hunters. Right, and they're at like oh, they're, they're at like late night two thirty in the late night tent on Saturday. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have two coffees. Some prime time. Two, two coffees. coffees, dude. You didn't go over your line of coffees, did you? My, my what? You didn't go over your limit for coffee. Lo- no, no, no. I don't no, want to no. see you get in trouble. I know. That's when things go real south. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Darren? Well, she had one too many coffees. <laughs> Matt, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Yeah. And although I'm also flying to Boise to see them this weekend, <laughs> and I will see them the following weekend at Meltdown, Friday at 1230, oh. it's Five Alarm Funk, hands down. One, and if two, three, three, four, four five, five Alarm, alarm funk. funk. And if you're not... Following Ricky Valentine on Instagram, oh. you are just really not utilizing that app. There's a lot to get out of that app. That's literally a lot of like joy to get out of that app. Fifty percent of the value of Instagram is Ricky Valentine. All I care about, <laughs> and he has like he has all those highlight stories up yes. now, like because he's just on the road and just just having a lot of fun with it, and it's <sighs> it's insane. And um, some of some of the stuff like the forest stage, like me and Migs were talking about this. Like I don't know who any of those people are. But I'm just excited to go into the forest and watch music at 1 a.m. Yeah. yeah, I just, well, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, the best part about wa- Meltdown is just walking around aimlessly. Yeah. Like, this year it's almost, uh, it's a little bit, what's the word? I mean, it's worthwhile, but it's slightly inconvenient that there's all these, like, bands that I care about seeing. Like, how can we be in three to, places like, at once? I have to run a schedule. <laughs> Usually it's like, yeah, I just wander and the, mu- the right music finds me. 
I'm raising my hand because I have an idea. Oh. I think we all need a summer meltdown intern that helps keep us on track with where we need to be at what time. I, you know what I'm going to say. I, I just don't care. <laughs> like if I miss like every year, that's why you hear you fired. I'm like, yeah, but every time I say I'm excited to see somebody, I miss it. But like I don't like that's the only thing where I'll get the people like we got to go. Like you do it all the time. Uh, we got to go now. I see you dragging Brad around like you guys go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet up with you. I'll, meet up I'll, with I'll you. see you there. Never made it there, Taryn. Sorry. Yeah. The, always... be, the, the best too is when it gets too intense for Ted. Like he's like, yeah, I'll go to that. And then all of a sudden he bails and you're like later on you find him. And you're like, where did you go, man? Got too intense in there. It does. I had to remove it's myself. Usually Saturday. The situation. <laughs> in the late night tent. No, last year on Saturday. Uh, hey, you know, this is the best <laughs> one. All right, goddamn, the whalers were too intense. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob Marley's official band, by the yeah. way. You know, the only other person who felt like the whalers were too intense was the friend that one of our friends brought. Oh yeah, yeah, that left. That, that left. Yeah. That was the only person that was having a rough time with the Whalers. <laughs> well, Migs was too. There was just a lot of action. It was packed in that beer garden. There was a lot of people talking. Too much reggae, brah. <laughs> right? You're, smooth. You're easy living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's always a point. That's happened to me before but with uh, Beats Antique. Oh, yeah. Like that, I, that Thursday night. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was thriving. You were like teetering. I was. But you had a great time. We're going to do it last. again. Yeah, I'll just retreat to the camp. The one that was too intense for me was, was that last year was Polish ambas- Ambassador? Polish Ambassador, yeah. That was last year. Missed that one. A lot of people talked about yeah, that one. Yeah, well, everyone was like, get up close. You're going to love it. And then, like, they, the bass was so intense that it felt like my chest was going to explode. So I was like, I got to get out of here. Because it, it was, like, too much bass. Do I camp's like two hundred yards away? Yeah, I'm be just so relaxed. Right Ew, now. I know it was. I so... can't believe you guys even go up that close to the main stage. I usually don't. Like I'll get that close <laughs> in the beer garden, but the main stage I'm usually on the usually on the outskirts. But I got too close for Polish ambassador. Too close. Too close. Almost got burned by the sun. Ah, uh, Taryn. Also, we didn't give you your song, did we? Oh, Taryn topic. We're all out of sorts. We are out of sorts. Well, you know, we're concerned. We do what we can. Next week we will have a show before meltdown. Cobb will be here in person. Should be a good one. Uh, what? I got excited. Cobb's oh. going to be here. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm excited to see you, but Cobb is a special treat. We get it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on out there. Uh, I don't know. Thank you, Cage Sport. Uh, congrats to Bobby McIntyre. Uh, Brian, thanks for having me down. Always a blast. I'm trying to think what else I want to fit in there. I don't know. Diligence. I won't lie. I had, I had a little tough day last couple days but you know stay on it you'll be back mm-hmm. you know diligence persevere persevere you can do it we're almost there all right there you go there's uh, episode 228 uh for mctp for taryn daly i'm the ted smith this is the podcast cheers <laughs>